about that. And with that fit, let us welcome you to the commando commentary. Better introduce ourselves when you go. Well, some call me Tippy. I'm Rhythmwiz. And I'm Disco. And these are some thin men. Tremendously silly scene. You see a bin lorry in a movie, though. That's not, is it? It's an underrepresented. It's even work. nice off. You see Bill Duke hanging on the back of it with a bandana over his mouth. Yeah. Armed bin men. <laughs> Generally not seen in the streets of Falkirk. No. Probably quite often in Crenshaw, but it goes with the territory. <laughs> Those bin men are real. And why am I making hand gestures? This isn't official commentary. <laughs> Quite fit for an older woman. Mm-hmm. I've always thought. Nah, me not so much. What? She's well hot. Yeah, you can expect the standard with the size of the Yes, we're not so much talking about the film, it's just, ooh, pity women. No, I don't think so. Big guns. <laughs> I think I made the point in my uh, review of this in the caption in the first picture that this is pretty much what happens on Air Street when you put a a Thursday garden refuse collection out on a Wednesday instead. <laughs> They're generally not very pleased. Quite touchy, right? How many, how, many, how many bin men do you know can afford cigars? Oh. Worth pointing out at this point as well that this is the uncut version of Commando. So if you're watching a Region 2 version of it, the chances are you're not going to see a couple of wee bits here. You wouldn't have seen that shot of him pumping full more lead when he was down on the ground for a start. And this bit will be about three minutes further on in the film. Yes. If you're watching the Region 2 version, you'll find a lot of dead bodies inexplicably turn up. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get to see them being killed. <laughs> no, it's tie anyway. Clearly, you can drive the car in here. He's managed it quite admirably. Welcome to the real world. What kind of a walk is that? It's a walk of darkness. For anyone who hasn't seen the film before, this is Bennett, who, it's not going to ruin much for you to tell you, he doesn't actually die here. He's the main bad guy, and he's the campest person I've ever seen in an action film. Well, the campest person to actually kill lots of people anyway. I certainly the campest villain. Committed to celluloid. Another one bats nest! Very mercury. You what? No, no. Joe's <laughs> not actually Freddy. That <laughs> uh, shows what you know. Exactly. He's a bit of a queen, though. I shan't make any more jokes of that calibre. Not a good thing or a bad thing? Now, how quickly must he somehow get out of there? Look at that. Oh, Unless he's smeared himself in fire-resistant jelly or something in the meantime. It's all those strange yeah. movie explosions which are just full of fire and petrol, Indeed. unlike any real bomb. This is Arnie's muscle. 
It's shiny. It's a big muscle. It's bigger than most people. We know he's working hard because it's sweaty. I've always been really worried about Arnold Schwarzenegger's veins. Why do you see that? It looks like it's going to burst. Most people, most most uh, builders are content to walk about with a pencil behind their ear. <laughs> Arnold. <laughs> World's best pencil. Arnold Privy, you can go one better by sticking a log behind it. I like the bravado. He took the chainsaw to saw up and then couldn't be arsed. Carried <laughs> it off. <laughs> oh dear. It's almost, obviously far more optimal for him to cut it up at some other site. <laughs> Get down! Or one of perhaps the most sentimental intros I've ever seen for an action film. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger's ode to Snow White? I've often thought, see that point near where he sort of turns around and it looks like he's going to swing it, but he actually drops it. If only he followed that through to its logical conclusion, he'd actually swing it. <laughs> like, cut the top of his daughter's head off. It would be a much shorter film. Obviously. Oh, ha ha ha. This bit's obviously designed to justify all the brutal slaying later on. But look, he's a nice man. If you leave him alone, you don't kidnap his daughter and try and kill anyone yes. who's running a country who happens to be a friend of his. He's not going to give you any bother. He only kills people where he has to. Oh, look at the little deer. Indeed. That's not Ray Don Chong, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> or Dan Hedaya. The world's hairiest man. It is in fact dinner, but they had to cut that scene. Well, appropriately enough, Vernon Wells here does have the acting credence of a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay to fish, because we don't have any feelings. Yes. I suppose in many ways this is the first, the body count starts here, doesn't it? Well, he lets it go again. Because he's a good man, and he only kills people when he's provoked. That fish didn't fuck him. That fish didn't kidnap any of his loved ones. I mean, it would be a different story had the fish bitten her finger. Indeed. It would be a dead fish. It would be out with the M16. Some fish somewhere is going to pay. (laughs) I love you, Daddy. It surprised me that the three people have credits for the story. Yes. <laughs> Given there the is no story. Arnie <laughs> kills. Presumably one of them picked all the vowels, one of them picked <laughs> the consonants and the other one arranged them Carol Vorderman style into a script. We shouldn't, at this point, we should probably say that, I know it sounds like we're taking the mick out of this terribly, but it's affectionate. It truly is a film I love. It's an amazing film. Cutting out satire. That's, yes. that's it. That's Arnie's standard one joke per film out of the way, nice and early. Yes. On with the killing. Engaging social commentary from Mr. Schwarzenegger there. Indeed. And there you are. That's his accent explained away first thing, as they have to do it at various points in other films. When rock and roll came to East Germany. I wouldn't have had a fucking clue because I was in Austria. <laughs> And 
why he used to Germany. That would make him a commie and not particularly popular in the States. But exactly. Unlikely to have been hired as an elite forces type man. I think Hollywood's definition of a general foreign comes to the floor again. It does, doesn't yes. it? I.e. not American. Yeah, kind of African Americans, Asian Americans, and foreign Americans, and that's your lot. <laughs> Apologies to any American listeners, but you are simple folks. And we'll make no apologies for this <laughs> viewpoint. Irony is not something you straighten creases out of your clothes with. Or is it something vaguely metallic? Indeed. I don't really think, well, given what we've spoken about so far, we're in any position to insult the intelligence of American listeners. <laughs> Why not? Well, given we are celebrating this film for its essential dumbness. Well, it is the pinnacle of the Reagan era action movie ethos, isn't it? It's very American. Just couldn't find an American to play the main role. Well, is the most famous adopted American, isn't he? Yes, he must be. Americans don't think of him as anything other than American. He's lived there for so long now. He has. Thinking of running for political office in the States. Yes. As we speak, he's up for election as the governor of California, isn't he? No, has he actually said yet he was going for it? Yeah, yeah. He's running for it, I'm sure. No, he said he would say for after the TV premiere. If it wasn't bad enough, Reagan is governor of California. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I'm running for governor of California till after the T3 premiere. Oh, so you are going to then? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I gave that one away. That was a very valid point, though, with IMDb, one of the user comments. What kind of a name is Matrix? Yes, of all the silly names that Arnie's spotted in his films, perhaps John Matrix is the most far-fetched. Yes, I mean, he's supposed to be German, and John's not German, I certainly have, I've met several hundred German people, and not one of them has had the surname Matrix. Have you scoured the phone books of Germany, Andrew? Why, yes I have. <laughs> I have no reason to doubt that statement, I shan't ask you to quantify it. In the meantime, Jackson and Harris are largely expendable. <laughs> should you need, to, should you need to use them as a human shield, feel free. <laughs> Jackson and Harris, those are the only names they get. They're only going to be in it for two minutes. That's what I like about the film. It's so efficient. The characters are only going to be around for two minutes. They don't get given a surname, or in this case, a full name, I suppose. asking about the film don't start and no it's not bad good sixth, we sixth sense we guns <laughs> we generally like guns in our films <laughs> this, is, this is brilliant here this is how you know how elite Matrix is. 
essential part of any country cabin the rifle shed there you are you could smell them coming well there's a bit of bloodhound in his genealogy he's late John Matrix is not a goat sex or uh, one of those bulletproof beds proven effect against monsters for time immemorial <laughs> so we're exactly it's good enough for monsters it's good enough for Bennett and his cronies as I've got to get my rifle from the shed which one I'm building it a Thursday dude. yes I've got to get my carbine from the armoury because there's not so much point in having a security pass the metal door on a wooden shed where you can just chop your way in from the outside but let's overlook that Oh Part of the Hulkum that makes the movie fun. Now this is a brave man. Who tells Arnie to mellow out? <laughs> Terminator line coming up. Or word. He's a great shot for shooting from the hip, isn't he? But all the best movie soldiers shoot from the hip, don't you know? You've seen American Ninja? What? The Magnificent? Oh no, just American, oh, American Ninja. Ninja. Yeah, starring... Those highly trained soldiers. What's his name again? Michael Dudikoff? Yeah, Michael Dudikoff, what a guy. He's another man who only kills people mercilessly when he's provoked. Man, that's an obscure reference. It's not even good obscure. <laughs> I no, I think uh, if they hadn't done Commando Ring, American Ninjas, the movie Commando could have been. I suppose, yeah, in many ways. That's a terrifying thought. Imagine the world without Commando. That's a terrifying thought given how they all drive in mainland Europe as a large Austrian driving down a hill at you in a jeep with no controls crazy bastard of course how you can tell it's got no base by looking at it I have no idea oh they did get him to cut him didn't they yes maybe he's not privy to that though well he told them to cut the brakes and then (laughs) forgot about it no classified well just doesn't necessarily need to have been the one who cut the brakes or knew anything about it. I mean, presumably this is just the way everyone drives anyway from the evidence I've seen, so... My God, look at his excellent driving, crazy bastard. Quite how he manages to meet them twice when he's going in a straight line down a hill and their roads snaking back and forward has always eluded me as well. But I'm perhaps picking fault too much here. If I get into that... You may not stop. Yeah, if I get into that mode... I'm afraid I'll be going on the whole film. (laughs) Here we are, shock revelation. Freddie Mercury lives. I thought you were. Mercury? I get it all the time. And in the meantime, I've been recording a little song we've heard of it called the YMCA. 
dark. I was impressed by these tranquilizer darts in movies that work far quickly, more quickly than the bloodstream. Most impressive. Mm-hmm. Could be some crazy neurotoxin. Those toxins that will render you dead in a fraction of a second. They've got to get around your body first, though. Mm. It's through the blood, so it's impossible. No, I read. I've, sorry, I've read somewhere something about some sort of toxin thing that will render you unconscious before you actually have the sensation of being hit by the dart. It works instantaneously. I'm sure some crazy sort of. I mean, just babbling. We should point out that that our very own beloved rhythm is studying to be a doctor at this moment, so you'll know a lot better than I do. This is what one IMDb user described as a very accurate, realistic accent, <laughs> which Dan Hedaya is displaying here. South America by way of Jersey. I suppose it's realistic in that he's actually saying it. Whether or not it corresponds to any particular geographic location, we can't really sure. Well, they are people of the country of Valverde, aren't they? Well, at least he is. Yes, but to assume it's in South so America, it's never actually, it's never made clear exactly where it is. Well, actually, yeah, it's always puzzled me because how long is it when he's on the plane later on? He asks the stewardess how long the flight is, and does she not say eleven hours or something like that? Which puts it somewhere near Zimbabwe. Especially if it's off the coast of Australia. But anyway, a fictional country like Valverde, who are we to say how they speak? It could be a realistic accent. Well, it's not realistic. It theoretically could be. Well, if it's a made-up country, they make up the accents. They have fear in. Exactly. It would have made it a lot easier at the start, a lot less tepid, uh, sorry, terse, if um, Harney had made a reference to Valverde instead of East Germany. Why can't he have come from Valverde as well? So you just have that accent. <laughs> Everyone in the film was a silly accent. You can just say they come from Valverde. Why the difference in accent between you and Danny Day? Well, I come from the southern region of Valverde. Is that a dog outside? Oh, it's a kid whimpering. Sounds like a dog. It is the kid. Alright, so. <laughs> Such a part of the film. I keep mistaking lots of the dialogue for a dog wheeling outside the window. Dan and I was talking there in that dodgy accent. I can't expect him to tell him a Schwarzenegger that his father was in a Montoya. <laughs> Offer me money. Another point I've seen fit to make is uh, this here. Look at Bennett's men there. Supposedly elite army personnel. The army obviously far more of an equal opportunities employer than I first realised. Midgets, who quite clearly can't pass the height, the entry restrictions. Rastas. Eight foot black men. Sorry, African Americans. And it fancies Matrix something terrible. And in that snappy get up, <laughs> who can blame him? I've never seen a suit like the one Sally's wearing in my life. It's really the tie that sets it off to a T, isn't it? It does look like a reject from Miami Vice. Yeah, his tie looks like he's skinned some mad metallic snake. <laughs> 
His jacket, it looks fine, it sort of looks fine from a distance, but up close, what is this 80s sort of window draped pattern it has on it? But bear in mind that promise. And that hat almost does look like he was a member of the British Expeditionary Force in India. Exactly. You may have noticed so far also there's absolutely no plan to this commentary because we're speaking through the dialogue and not talking when there's just plain noises. Excellent. We'll make no apology for it. <laughs> Christ, I thought my hair was bad. Oh, see, we're seeing the, the first of Arnie's pithy one-liners coming out. I have a blanket and pillow, please. I'd like to murder this man. <laughs> I know. Elbow someone in the chin, give them a gentle hug. <laughs> You'll know they're dead when their arms flap up in the air. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> oh, 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 thank you, I'm here all week. Try the feel. <laughs> <laughs> Very convincing. I know, I know. It's spelled use your airsick bag. I know. I'm airsick. Use your airsick bag. No, you've got me. I killed someone. Well, why didn't you just say, go and get yourself cleaned up, man? And why do people do that? I'm feeling sick and point to their stomach. This is. Where else would you feel sick? Just point this observation, but watch his face here when he sees his dog. It doesn't look like Arnie. Look there. What's funny about his face? No. Okay. <laughs> It's just you. Um, again, if you're watching the Region 2 version, um, part of it's cut where he kills that guy, the Rasta sort of looking guy on the plane. So by now, given that and the bit at the start with the bin men, you'll be well out of sync. You'll probably have no clue what we're talking about. But neither do we, so you're at no loss. Excellent. Farley just hasn't opened a hatch to look down on the wheels at this point, then you might as well turn this commentary off. Uh, in a film full of unrealistic elements, this bit coming up is just quite takes the biscuit. Jumping a good hundred feet off a plane into a swamp. Going several hundred miles per hour, no less. Yes. 
Yeah, I suppose by the point it takes off, it must be reaching a good few, good few kilometres now. There we go. Hey! I'd only give him a seven for that. He fucked up the landing a little bit. Five point eight, five point eight, five point seven. Those are the votes of the one liner jury. We have benefited from maybe a little twist in the middle. Adopting the pike position. Those were the marks for technical merit, the marks for artists to welcome later. I just love his watch as well. Whenever you get a close up of his watch, it starts making crazy sounds. It's got a kidnap timer on it. That's why he bought that particular model. You've been very quiet, Tippy. I've whittled the ad. <laughs> Damn you. Think how much you're being paid to record this. Stunned silence kill on the mall. Just flabbergasted at the on screen action. There's Radon Chong. The phone next to him. What? Dad had his accent. This is real, man. It's from Val Verde. Would that be nice? Ooh, she's got her dad's acerbic wit. To kill the Moppet now. Is more impressive speed is spotting Sully in a cloud given the size of the little dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, with a fashion apocalypse <laughs> like that going on, he's pretty hard to miss, isn't he? He's a guy with the red horn rimmed glasses <laughs> wearing, wearing, wearing the curtains for a suit with the skinned metallic snake for a tie. <laughs> He's only man. So here we go. I'm sure he's made that suit from a duvet cover I had when I was four. I know, yeah. Get it from Textile World. Something like that. Back yeah. in the bad old days of the 80s. Sure, I had one similar as well. Had more red in it as well, though. Black and red. Look at him. That's how he spotted him. He's the only man going about the airport who looks like he's walking on his knees. <laughs> Kill the dwarf. <laughs> Kill the dwarf. <laughs> I always feel by this point in the film, although he reserves most of his killing for the finale, that he just hasn't killed enough people. But he, he as well, he's wearing horrific two-tone shoes. This was the 80s, though. You Nobody couldn't have me another natural, could you, Tippy? Just requesting beer there. 
because beer is all important. Hey, slow down. Hey, slow down. That's not very nice. Obviously, that's one of the most malicious lines I've ever heard. There you go. The one-liner recommends beer. Yes. Beer, the solution to all of life's problems. What's Tippy's tipple? Budvar. Budvar. And I this evening am indulging in some Nastro Azuro. Which is some important information which you need to know. Yes. Yes. They're paying us to do this. Do you wish they get into the same spirit as us to drink these drinks? I'm myself sampling Southern Comfort tonight. Arnie, Arnie's uh, not one. is more <laughs> sampling. Arnie's not one to appreciate the finer side of car modifications, is he? It's a very low-profile seat at the moment. He's extreme. He's real. He's real. He's an all-American stroke Austrian hero. <laughs> Don Chong showing the psychic side of her character. Now this is a chase which rapidly sort of changes from day to night. Yeah, it's midday at one point and then they go around the corner to midnight. Yeah, not intentionally. I've just kidnapped you and ripped a case out of your car. Trust me, I'm a trustworthy fellow. It's not like he told her he wasn't going to kidnap her and rip the seat out of her car. Yeah, guys, he hasn't lied to her yet. Why did he rip the seat out of the car? Did he not have just slouched? Does he just like ripping seats out of cars? The muscles on his back are so well developed they probably don't allow him to slouch. Yeah. It's a <laughs> solid mass that doesn't bend or yield. Arnie is only six foot two. He's not the tallest man in the world. Is he only six foot two? Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, yes. He gives him, I know, obviously I'm taking into account his width when I say this. He obviously is a man of sort of great build, but he does appear taller as well on screen. He I'm does, surprised. doesn't he? But no, he's only six foot two, same height as me. You know he's evil, he's not even parked straight. Look at that. Nah, you know he's evil, he's driving an evil colour of Porsche. Is she not in a disabled space as well? How evil? <laughs> oh no, the spaces are all at an angle. He has parked straight. Actually, Ray Dong Chong's parked far more terribly than he has. I'd give this film a parking rating of two. Yes, and Ray Dong Chong does have what she perceives to be as a madman in her car. She's also a woman, which accounts for a lot of the bad parking. Yes, in fact, 100% of it, one might say. I would apologise at this point, but I don't feel the need to. I haven't said anything wrong. If you're a woman, my condolences. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That's not really my opinion. It was an attempt to be funny, but it's not. Yes, we're grateful for the tips. <laughs> <laughs> so long, thanks for the tips. Yes, if anything's nothing from this uh, movie, it's the booty quotient. Well, there's a bit of gratuitous, and, and they are massive cleavage flashing where he fights Cook. 
wasn't there? They bust into the next hotel room and some guy and woman oh, on the bed. Oh, yes, of course. Which yeah. is quite the most massive memories you've seen this side of Jordan. That's the person, not the country. It's Katie Price, not the Middle Eastern nation. She's not the only chance you've got, are you? You've got your biceps and lots of guns. Secret knowledge of a button under the counter at the local army surplus store as well. He's also been playing Metal Slug a lot. Actually, you know, it plays like, a, it plays like Midnight Resistance, doesn't it? Do you remember Midnight Resistance? At the end of each level, you'd go to the shop and spend your cash on lots of bizarre weapons. Arnie just cuts out the unnecessary cash part of that. Anyways, a tighter, more focused upon. Well, she does also manage to get the bandana without playing Metal Gear Solid and get infinite ammo from at the beginning. That's because he's an all American so costume hero. <laughs> oh my god. There we are. The least discreet watch in history. No beeping this time, though. Apparently, on the hour, a big cuckoo comes out of it. He's kidnapped you. He's kidnapped but you me. But you walked away to yeah. tell me that. Not a very sufficient kidnapper, is he? <laughs> there's all these stealth training. Full of these pectoral muscles were two feet deep. Wait, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is set in California, correct? Mm. Where everybody's a wacko. Everybody's out to lunch. California. The insane state. (laughs) (laughs) One of the best lines by far. doesn't give up does he for a midget one of the most mismatched fights in cinematic history Arnie versus these jumps oh here comes back up Matrix, give me a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't this man get an Oscar? Give me a quarter, I'm going to sharpen it and throw it at him. It's remarkable how quickly he found a quarter in someone else's purse. Indeed. Again, we're picking claws. He's also a terrible shot. And considering the fact he's still holding a gun in his hand and can't just shoot Matrix in the face through the phone booth, still. Again, that would be too short. He decided to pick up the entire telephone booth there. But I'll tell you, it's simple. Because he can! (laughs) Because he's an all American stroke Austrian (laughs) hero. 
Oh, the coppers get such a raw deal here. They're just doing their job. One of them is the one of them being mercilessly. Oh, there he is. Look at that for a death throw. Fantastic. He's trying to sort of do a backstroke, and then realizes he's not in the water. He's been shot. He's in a shopping mall. Christ, she could have killed him there. Watch her oblige. He judged that one pretty well. If only he'd beat his chest before it went ah! as he swung across. That was Hercules in New York, wasn't it? Oh, I think it was A strange double fisted punch there. Oof. That's actually a pretty impressive stunt. Yeah, imagine letting yourself be seen so close to such a vile colour of a car. I know. No, but come on. Getting smacked up onto the bonnet of a car like that. Yeah. It's got the smart son. I've seen them use dummies on cars travelling at a far slower speed than that. Hats off to the stunt, man. This is one of these bits that's supposed to be funny, but it's not. Why doesn't he just open the door and dump her out of it? Why doesn't he just shout "Wong" and shoot her in the head? No. <laughs> Good point. Need respect. Be quiet, bitch. You're doing math ten. <laughs> Wasn't really necessary. Wow! That I take it you mean, or just simply the manoeuvre? Yeah, he's just driving about like a maniac, swerving about the lanes at random when he could just follow mm. him. I was going to say there is a there's practically an empty lane all the way up the highway, but he's choosing to weave in and out of all the traffic. And we're going to say remarkably quickly it's become night, not just dusk pitch black At this point it's worth noting the damage on Sully's car here. It is relevant in a minute in one of the most famous continuity errors ever. Unless his car was at some point explained to be as being made of memory metal. <laughs> which I don't, I don't think it was. I don't remember seeing Matrix running a blowtorch over it to straighten it all out again. Oh. <laughs> How quick the recovery was then. Not wearing a seat belt straight into a telegraph pole. Walks away. 
Smasher, you alright? Can't he bear to touch that suit? Hopefully he's got some baby wipes for him to wash his hands. That's not what he said. Come on, munchkin, talk! Also a famously visible wire now. He's being lifted over. Yeah. Where is she? I don't know. I took those particular spots to be the moon. Why not? It's a really Ooh la la. Part of me playing Space Channel 5. Point I made to Tippy earlier there that that's a completely different ya 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 to the one they use in the trailer. Which is more of a scream as it gets dropped. Check it out. I think you'll find I'm right. You won't care, but he is right. <laughs> right, watch the car here as you drive off. It's still fucked there. It's changed about three times already before this point if you've been paying attention. But oh, ho, ho, the famous Austrian wit. Here it goes, it drives off, you'll catch the left-hand side. Perfect. Hmm, a brand new car. Aren't they AA quick these days? Indeed they are. Yes, they couldn't afford any new cars here, so we've got German staff cars from World War Two. <sighs> Excuse me. Driving off towards a miniature then. <laughs> That's probably not actual. Well, they're matte painting actually. Sadly enough, I've actually seen this film now almost as many times as Die Hard. I'm just saying something. I really am quite fond of it in all its campness. I've still never decided if it's deliberately camp or if it's just accidentally so camp. I fear it's it's probably the latter, but... It's a can't decide which would be better, actually. Yeah. I think I like the idea of it being unintentionally this camp, like unintentionally so camp, you would imagine it can't possibly be unintentionally camp. Just by yes. virtue of how bad essentially it is, it's become excellent. This makes all kinds of no sense, but... And there's cars fucked again! With a but not dented! A completely different damage pattern. Not as dented as well. No, I'm not those buckled in. Let's not be picky. There, see it's fucked, I'm right. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Providing sidekick comedy bravura. 
his old chokes turned into an alien there, you might have <laughs> Wasn't that funny? I know. <laughs> V. What a horribly decorated hotel room. Now, for a cheap motel, isn't that, doesn't that look sort of, kind of expensive in an 80s tack yeah. way? Still shite, but expensive shite. Got the neon. God damn. Oh, piss, I've just spilled my drink. Bonus. Just over me, not over Timmy's carpet. We found some claws. It's a very distinctive knock, apparently. <laughs> the African Americans have larger knuckles. They make a deeper sound. Maybe that's it. Bill Duke's brilliant. He's criminally underused in almost everything he's in. Last thing I saw him in, well, last thing I saw him in was payback. No, not, not payback. payback um, the limey. But I was going to say the last thing I saw him in with a significant role where he actually got a chance to be good was uh, payback. Oof. Why that gun says more like a shotgun than a revolver? I've no idea. It's a film. <laughs> the Bill Duke's not exactly a small guy himself. No, no, he's not. In fact, I get the feeling he's probably a better fighter than Arnie when it comes to a straight scrap. Arnie's a big guy because he's a bodybuilder. Bill Duke's just a big guy. Yes. All depends on opportunities though. I know Schwarzenegger will be able to put one hell of a lot of power behind a punch. Because you have to leave his shots coming up. There we are, aligned with the girls. They may be watching this film with their boyfriends at this point thinking, this is the most fucking boring thing I've ever seen in my pub. Yes, but you made us watch Titanic, so fuck y'all. Fuck all y'all. Yes. Oh, we don't mean that, actually. They're overdosing on Ribena. Oh, spill. Never drink Ribena before you have a fight. What's that his landed on? Is it an upturned table leg or something, supposedly? Hasn't that gone through his, from the front though? Damn no. Schwarzenegger not do that. No, he, he punched him. He gave him a massive uppercut that knocked him off his feet and he fell backwards onto something. But I've never been quite sure what it is. Is it an upturned table like? Small unicorn. It, it, looks like it's it looks like it's wooden with metal, so it looks like an upturned table like I don't know. World's sharpest table then. Sure, it's possible to peel yourself on a blood table like. It's gonna hurt mm. like a bastard. You'd have to fall from a lot higher though. 
Remember, Arnie's an all-American stroke Austrian hero. <laughs> when he punches a big man like Bill Duke off his feet, he does it properly. He's not getting back up. Do we know what it is that um, Radon Chung's character works as? I was just wondering that because pilot licenses are quite an expensive thing to get. That's exactly my train Flying of thought. Pilot licenses are very, very expensive. Oh, well, she did seem to be working somewhere at the airport. So I was assuming she was an air hostess. Yeah, yeah maybe, she's maybe, she's, maybe she's banging a pilot. <laughs> well, perhaps the air hostesses get discounts. Maybe, maybe we misheard her. Maybe she said she was just getting a lot of pilot at the moment. What's Patriot Ent? Anybody? What? On that sign, on the, it says no trespassers or something like that. Patriot Ent. That's where they're going into. Is that the name of the company? Yeah. Patriot oh. Enterprises or something. Did you just turn that valve? No, it just sort of moves like that. She was hanging on. Oh, right, okay. I wasn't. Oh, so it is like Patriot. 50 Redondo Street. Flimsy construction. <laughs> no one's going to notice that entrance. Side of the building's well, going to It is in Los Angeles where it almost never rains, and then you can probably get away with flimsy construction. You'd be amazed at the number of houses in America which are pretty much just sort of nailed together as opposed to bolted or anything like that. I was always puzzling me in America that so many houses are built of wood even in places like, like the whole of Tornado Alley where there's wooden houses left, right and centre and everything in Britain's brick. A nail gun and several bits of 2 by 4 and that's you. Some serious shit going down here. Come on Tippy, you're being worryingly quiet. I have nothing to add. But we're relying on your killer wit to actually make this funny because I'm not and he's not. <laughs> Thanks a bunch. He's <laughs> by far be the funniest man in the room. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I concur. Bastard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I to say that we all can't be funny, but. Oh, I do hope he's got the right building here. <laughs> I don't know. They're just picking up random people. Yeah, have I missed any part where there's been a bit of exposition that confirms these are the people responsible? Oh, there was somebody with a field gun. Yeah, I saw that. That, that, in itself isn't, that in itself isn't conclusive proof that they kidnapped his daughter, is it? We saw something written down somewhere. She said, ah yes, this is where my instructor gets his fuel, so Arnie decides to it's take them all out. I'm sure we did mention, though, at some point, that there is no reasonable plot to this film. No, it's that's unimportant. It's one of the things we love about it so much. They've streamlined to the point where they cut out the plot. All that you can almost imagine the uh, production meeting before, but, uh, plot or guns, plot or guns. Exactly. Uh, guns. In many ways, it's like Arnie himself. If you consider the, the plot to be very much like before Arnie started bodybuilding his sort of brain matter and all that unnecessary fat was turned into muscle there's something going on with his hand, <laughs> <laughs> going on with his hand. I can sense it <laughs> there's been a disturbance in the force I'm a Jedi 
There's a plane. We can use it to fly it there. It's not going to skip gaily over the water. There's a plane. We can use it to fly. Great thinking, Sherlock. There's a plane. Perhaps with the tools here we can convert it into a submarine. (laughs) And sail out to the island. I believe they need BA for that. (laughs) Hannibal. And some straw. (laughs) And a large shed to get locked in for the day. Yes. Shed's the catalyst for many a great construction project. I was wondering about the A-Team. Why could they construct a tank from some straw? I find purple in I don't remember that episode. <laughs> they at least had an old car to work with. And straw. <laughs> there was always straw. It was clearly the integral part of whatever mechanism they built. Mm-hmm. I think they were really just locked in a lot of barns. Yes. Obviously, as children, it happened to them frequently. They learned how to be constructive in their time in solitary confinement. For thinking reasons, Arnie's just pulling into surplus city where they sell guns. Yes. Lots and lots of guns. Most of them apparently extremely illegal, <laughs> which I find intriguing. Yes. Apparently, as well, he knows the button to press to find the fully automatic weapons because he's psychic, Arnie. I was thinking about this the other day, and I suppose... Oh, stop yawning, you're making me <sighs> yawn. Oh, sorry, man. Um, it's not beyond it if he's ex-military to... Maybe he knows the person who runs that shop. He certainly knew it was there. Oh, ow. Tippy's just turned the light on, bastard. Blinded me, the bastard. Um, it's yeah, not beyond the work. I'm just, I'm filling in the blanks for them here, because they don't seem to care about justifying how he knows about all this stuff, but maybe he knows the person who runs the shop. And maybe he knows where the secret button is, but it's, it's not as if he has time to call them and say, go and come round to the shop and open up the back room. Thank you. Well, you know, Disco, the problem is that um, we're thinking about explaining things, but that would require a plot. Yeah. And there isn't one. I need lots of guns and some flippers. Yeah, well, he's feeling for the button. <laughs> it's an essential part of any assault on an island is flippers. Explosive flippers. Look at this. All manner of illegal weapons... Even a girl is impressed. Look at the ridiculous nature of all this. Combat shotguns, Uzis, Claymore mines. Quadruple rocket launcher things. I don't want to see a pick of any ammunition. Bit of a failing there on his part, isn't it? Well, he didn't seem loading all that stuff either. Oh, oh no, some... He picked up three shotgun shells. That should supply all of his, <laughs> all of his weapons almost infinitely. Like I said before, he clearly has the bandana from Metal Gear Solid. See, his mistake was getting too greedy and going for that big bazooka there. Wait a minute. John Boy's not got anything to do with this film, is he? That would explain the infinite ammo. Without having to reload. Escape Strategies 101. Someone, you know, and presumably at this point care about in some way, otherwise you'd be thinking of busting about, is in a police van. Do you A, stop the van somehow, hold up the guards, safely let him out, or B, fire a rocket at it? And just hope you don't kill your friend. He's apparently rocket proof. I want to know why she wasn't arrested. She was on the scene. It's hardly likely they would just have let her walk away, even if they didn't suspect she was involved. 
But again, yes. I'm filling in too many blanks. It's the whole film plot bite is a blank. I think one of the reasons I like this so much, it's one of these films that doesn't have plot errors in so much as it's aware of it. It's, it's obvious that the film itself is aware of its own lack of plot and it makes no apologies for it at all. I mean, it really is a brainless film and proud of it. They basically got a big star to go around blowing up a lot of shit and it works. It's a, you know, it's the kind of movie, if you could make a movie yourself, it's exactly the kind of movie you would make. It's just that they've got a budget. <laughs> And Arnie. I think that's what, yeah. I think that's why it succeeds so well. I don't think this film would work without Arnie, though. Oh, no. He is the archetypal all-American stroke Austrian hero, after all. Absolutely. He's a real man. I'm just a fake man. I wouldn't know how to fire a rocket launcher. Yes, we all feel sorry for you. (laughs) I've become emasculated my lack of knowledge of the use of military grade weapons no, most films would lead you believe you could pick one up and fire it more easily than you could drive a manual gearbox car with the swordfish mm. there seems to be some strange problem with bees keep flying <laughs> at the tippy's window like they're moths you noticed that as well they're moths I mean the hell of a noise for a moth they're huge things though Look like a great big fat bumblebee. Maybe it's the same one repeatedly trying to break. Maybe it wants to take part in the commentary. <laughs> Only to fall asleep and make a rather convincing zzz sound. Perhaps it's Eric the half a bee. You know that despite being locked up for God knows how many hours, she's only now thinking, hmm, maybe we'll try and get out. Well, maybe she has been trying to get out prior to this, but she hasn't had a lot of screen time. Ah, and she's going up again. And apparently she's cold, despite being in some tropical country. I hope this is an enjoyable country, because we're only really picking fault with it. We're not praising much that's good. Yeah, it could be misleading, and we apologise for that, but we do love this film. It's just incredible, enjoyable hokum. One of the best nights of my life ever was watching this film at 2 o'clock in the morning around at a mate's house with his older brother while we were all absolutely pissed. Yes. Oh, that's that's fairly brutal. Alcohol will help you enjoy it, but given it's an 18 rating, at least in Britain that makes it legal. Yep. It's one of these films as well where you can apparently just kill someone almost instantly, cutting their throat simply by drawing the blade across the skin. Because that's enough to do it. Yes, it's that kind of that a, happens that, in surgery every day. It's that kind of a film. You know, when you break someone's neck by holding their chin and twisting their head slightly to the left. <laughs> that's again the fallen trap of criticising it, but it's great. Yeah. There's a single realistic thing in this film. It's because it itself revels in it. It doesn't want you to take it seriously, I don't think. Of all the people Arnold Schwarzenegger could have run into, she's one that can fly a plane just when he needs one. So let's stop now and start praising it. Way guns! Hey, lots of ammo. Oh. 
works every time. That was the Fonzie method. <laughs> Eventually, when it does hit them, it gets them both cleanly in the chest. Simultaneously. Well, he's the hero. At least it actually took some time there for him to hit them. Normally they'd be shooting for hours and he'd just let rip with about three shots and that would, you know, first time that'd be then dead. But there he had to expend quite a bit of ammo. Quite disappointed in him actually, it wasn't very efficient. So there you have it. He's an all-American stroke Austrian hero, but he's also human. Something we can all aspire to be. Apart from Austrian or American, obviously. Being Scottish. Well, he was Austrian. He's become American, essentially. Nothing to say we can't do the same if we become bodybuilders. Yes, but we don't want to. We spend copious amounts of baby oil upon our bodies. It's not a suggestion. Good. Merely an observation. And Bill Paxton in a small cameo there. Before this, he was in Terminator at the start, one of the punks from whom the Terminator steals his clothes. What was his first major role? Alien, yeah, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah. Which wasn't that long after this. Yeah. In fact, no, Aliens was 84, wasn't it? Wasn't Aliens before this? Aliens was before this. Yeah, Aliens was 84. Was no, was it? Alien was 79 Aliens was I'm positive Aliens was 1984 Uh, something about rings a bell and this is 85 isn't it so so. unless of course maybe this was filmed before Aliens I know Terminator was 84 Aliens was 84 as well I'm sure I'm positive James Cameron do both in one year no maybe I'm just talking shit I think Aliens is a little bit later but I'm not certain the box goes down there. Should be wished to read it. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Uh, let there be light. Ah, uh, the ability to find out one information on one's own. No, nineteen eighty six. Oh, I'll be back in. Way, Freddy. Mercury, that is not Kruger. We Classic monologue here. We will rock you. Spurious claim. Also, as Disco pointed out in his comment, uh, his uh, review, when he's not trying to kill him. Uh, ben is constantly extolling the virtues of Matrix and telling everybody how great a soldier he is exactly. and then expecting his henchmen to kill him. Yes. He seems, to have, he seems to have set his troops an artificially high goal. Kill this man who I clearly revere as my god. You can't possibly kill Matrix, but I want you to try so I can watch you all and then fight him myself. <laughs> I have his daughter. Have this shirt. 
This chain mail. I've got this in any chain mail. This. I've got it in a burden sale for a buyer. <laughs> supposed to have boarded that plane to Valverde, was it not? It must have been kind of in the latest early afternoon or something like that. Oh, I mean, it seems like so far, light-wise. Yeah, uh, so far, 11 hours still haven't passed and it's gone from then to pitch black to sort of sunrise again. I don't know, maybe maybe it's, maybe I've just been too innate here. Oh, shut up. So, depends what time of year is set. Although then, given Los Angeles sort of further south, constant, more coastal, coastal light all the year round. I prefer to explain it away by thinking of it not as night, but as a small total eclipse. Oh no, he's the dead. Last people went to that time. I believe <laughs> taking the future technology for. Look at that physique. This man is at his peak in this film. Don't break radio. Yeah, he's terrifying. I am sternly homosexual. Sternly heterosexual. But that man has a physique on him. Sternly? Is that a word? Sternly, I said. Ah. Sternly, 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 sternly. His pecs are dancing. It's nothing short of impressive. It is. And quite, frankly, quite terrifying. (laughs) You wouldn't want to mess with them. Most women find it a turn off. As a man, you can't help but be fascinated by how impressive it is. You can't help but wish you had a physique like that yourself. I wouldn't want it quite that muscly. Oh no, but still, if you could, just imagine you could do that, you could at least like lay off the bodybuilding for a couple of weeks and get down. Get down! Get down! It is a bomb! Get down! Maybe we see them discovering the dead Rasta. Or whatever he is, I don't know. He actually looks disturbingly like, a bit like a taller version of Wycliffe Jean out of the Fugees, doesn't he? Here we go. This is the by now in Arnie's films this has become an obligatory scene, the tooling up scene, as I like to refer to it. Where he picks up lots of guns and dresses up. Puts on the camouflage makeup, which is all important. Indeed. Despite the fact that he makes no effort to give himself hidden later on, he just blows the shit out of people. Yep. Operation Wolf. Oh, look at that. You do not want to fuck with this man. If you're one of those universal movie laws, eh? If you mess with this man, you will die. Look at him. He's got enough ammo there to start a small war, and don't you know it? That's what he's going to do. I'm slightly upset that he chose to take the knocker with him rather than something that would explode. <laughs> well, given the ridiculously explosive sort of nature of his claymore mines which he's picked up which don't operate like any claymore mines I've ever seen claymore mines being an anti-personnel device which here he uses to destroy buildings in quite spectacular effect I, I think as well given the fact that these weapons although clearly not real are probably the same way as the actual weapons I think you can't be anything but impressed by the amount he's carrying All credit to the man. I don't know, but when they're not way. firing them, they generally, for safety reasons, tend not to carry the real weapons and things from what I can gather. Rather replicas. Mm-hmm. 
Is that is that a real kind of rocket launcher, or are they just sort of have they made that out of an extruded biscuit tin, <laughs> like square biscuit tin? Oh, I wonder who that could be. See how effectively this camouflage works now. It's a tree with eyes. <laughs> It's just here where he does the whole Comestar thing, isn't it? When he says Comestar at the guy and he shoots him with something, I'd love to know what kind of weapon it is. If any of you know what kind of weapon that is, please email us at the one-liner and let me know. It's a little tube thing that fires into the guy's chest. And there seems to be a wire coming out of it. Whether you're supposed to notice that or not, I don't know. Yes, I, be- I believe that was um, a weapon developed for Future Technology 3. Ah. Uh, which might explain things a little... It's not as if he doesn't have enough other weapons on him, though, like knives and things. Like they had to invent a sort of killer toilet roll or something. <laughs> uh, evil Andrex. Right, here we go. And the two guys with the knives, this is brilliant. Right, notice his Claymore mines. It does quite clearly say on it, back, anti-personnel weapon. One of those fatal belly stabbings. I was going to say there. The liver, apparently, an instant kill. Wrong side, the liver. Is it? Yep. What's on that side? Spleen. Bits of the spleen. Yeah. That's his colon. Cool. There we go, look. Draw the knife gently over his throat, you're guaranteed that'll kill him. Especially if you use a, use a big rubber knife like that one. Do that, we'll be dead in a few minutes. Here we are, watch it, look at this. Knives. Wow. That's genius. There, yeah, what is that? It looks like it's supposed to be an air taser, but blood starts pumping out of it. It's like an air bell knife or something, isn't it? It's a little tube. Yeah. yeah it's some, some sort of small metal object propelled at high speed. Watch this. Why can't more mines do that? Watch the guard tower. Watch the way the explosions come from inside, despite the mines being outside. Yeah, look at the top of the tower exploding. There's not even one up there. It's, it's obviously one of those houses made from petrol wood. It's quite common in films. Watch the dummies here. Well, that bit's passed. Look at the dummy they're standing outside that house. Shed, rather. We're picking Paul again. It makes it sound like we don't like this film. I'd love it. Or should we go like, way shit blowing up? Woohoo! Easily pleased we are. I'd love for things to blow up like that in real life, just randomly. <laughs> Driving down the street and a house blew up and that sort of a fireball would be fantastic. If only life were slow-mo. It'd all look so much cooler. Damn, I demand a new bullet time upgrade. Stealth aspect of assault going to pot there. So much for subtlety. Oh, but then he has blown everything up already, hasn't he? Here we are, just get tin death going. He's never one to use a door, is he? No. And fuck the other. Either bulldozer or rocket launcher. Fuck the other two rockets which are. Presumably still in there. No, well, the two got fired by the uh, 
Oh, sure they did. Actually, it's a startling moment of continuity in an otherwise flawed film. You know what I could murder right now? You know the sweet waffles you get? Ah, uh, no, it's Paul Dwarf, that's what I was thinking. No. I can murder one of them with carnation milk on it. Belgian waffle type thing. Yeah, I don't know what Belgian waffle is, but I'll agree. I love this. So many of the sort of death sounds here get used again and again. I don't know what Belgian waffle is. The one where the guy goes, AYA! <laughs> I love that sound. <laughs> I just love the impressive lack of recoil on these weapons. But they are firing, they are firing blanks, hence they don't recoil very much. Oh yes, I know that's why, but they're supposed to be realistic. But what do you suggest they do with them to make them recoil when they're firing blanks? I don't know, he's an actor! Act! This is where really the, this, the, the body count, counter, if the film had one, would have been lulled into a false sense of security right now because it hasn't had much more of a body count than most other action films. In fact, <laughs> maybe a little less. And now it just goes daft. Now it just goes daft. Every weapon in the world gets used. The people who make these guns have got to love this film. It's a showcase for them. You know that he's keeping low using a hedge as cover. Yes. Bulletproof hedges, apparently. It's one of those incredible shotguns that blows people off of their feet. They're obviously well looked after hedges, but a topiary can do a a lot for the ballistically resistant properties. Now, this is... This is is the infamous tool shed scene of the film, which in a lot of versions of the film has been mercilessly slain. And again, this is probably the point where the commentary will most out of sync if you're not watching the uncut version. Because there's a good... 10 15 seconds locked out of it. Yeah, we're getting quite close to the end credits now if you're watching the Vision 2 version. Yeah. You're probably getting the song listing. Is this. This is the version where he gets his arm chopped off and everything, isn't it? Yeah. This is the most heavily cut sequence by far in the film in any sort of edited version. And of course in the cut version it doesn't explain how he suddenly emerges with an M60 belt fed machine gun. Oh, that's what you call making a pitch. Some of this is brutal, look at that. Oh my goodness, that's evil. Impressive the sharp knife there. That is just evil. Even the, the arm being cut off, I don't mind so much, but getting an axe in your nuts. That is just bad, man. That's going to hurt, and then some. We've got new reasons. You've got uh, Nate uh, Bennett just chasing the girl down the stairs. Yep. Now cut to some guys running down some stairs. There we are. Oh. A lot of guys wearing a lot of very hot. Uh, Notice the Matrix hasn't even skint his elbows there diving down there onto the concrete. Look at this. M60, one hand, glorious. Now this is obviously a direct response to Rambo, uh, First Blood Part 2. The famous image of Stallone boxing about with an M60 in his hand. Anything he can do, Arnie can do better. Oh yes, but then again, anything Sylvester Stallone can do, anybody can do better. 
harsh but fair judgement there. Which is not to say I don't like Sylvester Stallone, but... I don't. I find it hard to imagine anyone on the planet can't even do something like wake up in the morning better than Sylvester Stallone <laughs> could do it. <laughs> even people in comas. Cliffhanger. Yay. Fair please. I don't know. I think you should reserve all judgment until you've seen Spy Kids 3D. Sylvester Stallone is the toy master. Goodness, an evil role. Apparently genius casting for the UGC's Unlimited. I know. What do they know? They know all. Disco, they know all. Why have a green light down a cellar thing? And yet again, the normal movie thing of all pipes and things in the world exuding steam. All pipes in the world are steam pipes. They're clearly not pipes either. Uh, Otherwise. Ah, yes, but yes. Clearly. Don't be under the illusion your house is full of pipes, Drew. It's full of extruded plastic rings. Pipes only carry steam, and they're always broken. It's called the seamy look. Why don't these soldiers shoot first? Why the hesitation? Because it wouldn't be any fun if Matrix died. Through the table they go. Oh, more movie glass there. I don't know. I fell through a nested set of glass coffee tables once and it broke pretty much like that. Did you cut yourself? Uh, no, because I was wearing a thick dressing gown at the time, thankfully. I'd been sitting on a chair reading the newspaper with one leg crossed over and I went to stand up to answer the door and I forgot I had a dead leg. And I simply... <laughs> I just... I put my weight... <laughs> I put my weight on it. I put my weight on it and immediately it just felt like it wasn't there and I fell over and it was a lovely set of nested coffee tables my mum had just recently bought for several hundred pounds and it wasn't flavour of the week I can tell you I'll bet but then it was her who fucking asked me to answer the door so (laughs) (laughs) oh isn't that typical of parents though instead of inquiring about your health yes have you possibly cut any major arteries oh Oh, you little bastard, you just broke my tables. Exactly. Uh, parents. They were nice as well. They had that whole smoked glass thing going on. I felt quite guilty. Not enough to warrant asking to sort of like pay for another set or anything. Not that I could have afforded it. Hardly the point. Please, we're getting to see the bell Oh dear. Arnie must be getting bored at this point, having killed nearly everybody. Yes, the thrill of killing will have lost its edge. It's about to be a chore of actually off Bennett, but you will eventually get to. Yes, but after the. Um, Why don't offer to give him a nice game of Scrabble instead or something? After an hour of the movie where he killed almost no one, he's now not killed anybody for 30 seconds, and that's a scandalously long amount of time. No, not dead. Man, that guy's got muscles in places I don't have places. Intelligence. How is it? I can't start any sentence to him without saying his name first. 
And he ends it with talking to. He ends it as well. John, your name's John, isn't it, John? Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> Come on, Bennett, put away that chicken shit campness. You should also point out that right about here in my head, which is a scary place, he starts singing YMCA. Followed by We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions. Bennett, you don't need that shit gun, I said Bennett. Probably Put Bennett away that shit gun. gun. What's that? Bennett just doesn't need that gun. No. This is a brilliant piece of overacting. Look at this face. He doesn't need the girl to beat him. Look at this face, man. What do you see? Pale? Had they planned Hasty? Psychotic? Had they planned to pick up the daughter and beat Matrix <laughs> to death with her? I'm going to kill you now! Bennett's funny. He's not meant to be, but he's funny. I thought it was just a wonderfully camp OTT performance from Vernon Wells, but I've seen him in some other films. Um, check out Tippy's review of <laughs> Circuitry Man 2, Plughead Rewired, for evidence that this is actually the man's idea of acting. <laughs> in this film it actually works, though. He's gone... He's Against the odds, he's found he's found a niche, hasn't he? Yeah. He's found his place in the world with this film. He's, he's he's never found it again. It's one of those weird things, though. He's like so bad, he's gone to past bad back to good again. It must have. It, I mean, this film. Uh, look at the homosexual overtones. Are, look at the big sweaty men grappling everything. I guarantee you, this film must have a massive gay following. Especially with Vernon Wells in it acting like that. I mean, if, if John Inman had bodybuilded long enough and had taken the role, he probably wouldn't have been That's as not If Freddie Mercury had. Well, he has, hasn't he? That's the, that's the point. Vernon Wells became possessed by the spirit of Freddie Mercury before making this film. The look on their faces here, oh, fire. It looks like Coogan's face at the end of Total Recall, doesn't it? <laughs> really, they just want to give each other a big kiss at this point. And there's one. <laughs> that looks painful, apparently it isn't. Doesn't seem to have affected him that much. Weirdly, hasn't stopped John Ifield. John Ifield, good. There you are. Apparently they revitalised him. Yes, rather than stopping his heart and killing him. I love movie physics. Now here we are. This the best payoff line in action cinema history, I wager. I don't know about best, but it's certainly pretty good. It's coming up right now. Oh. Pooch, I've been impaled. It's quite where the steam is coming from, I don't know. Yes! That's the most contrived payoff ever. 
the pipe and they threw them into a thing full of steam and they can say let off some steam listen the steam is still coming out of it it's probably converted his body to steam I'm assuming it went through a boiler yeah I'm guessing that was a boiler behind him oh great the army just in time I hope they took advantage of that special offer as they had on body bags better paying attention to the compound behind them instead of staring at Matrix as he walks past. Go and do your bloody job. Just bodies. Franklin Kirby, a complete rip-off of Troutman and the Rambo films. Although is it a rip-off? Because Rambo First Blood Part 2 was released the same year as this, wasn't it? 1985, the year of testosterone. I love the way they've worked the tagline into the lyrics of this song as well. <laughs> Somewhere, somehow, someone is going to pay. There we are. He's back to being a peaceful family man. And now they've got a mum. Let's get some ice cream. Yes. I don't know, I'm sure it's like a pure considered as one of his best films, but he can still act so much better than he does in this. Well, the point is, he doesn't act in this, does he? He doesn't have to. All he has to do is fire guns in it. I know. But I still maintain that, yeah, I mean, the man is a decent actor, I reckon. He has a terrible reputation, seemingly based on his admittedly cumbersome accent. I don't find it cumbersome. Well, it's not cumbersome, but it's because of the juxtaposition of it and everyone else's accent in any film he's in. It just does sound vastly out of place. Well, I never did Kurt Jurgens any harm. Uh, I think it's probably the way he's always cast as being an American hero of some nature, despite not sounding anything like an American. Yeah, I mean, why can't he have been a... Why is he never explained as being Austrian in his films? Why does he have to be Russian, like in Rod, of Russian descent, like in Rodio, you know, Mark Kaminsky? Unless he's supposedly German in. I don't know. He's probably fucking Swahili in something. But no one ever just says, let's well, just explain him as being an Austrian. Why can't he have been an Austrian mercenary? He's in an this? Austrian in the kindergarten cop. He is Austrian. Is he? He is. Oh, wow. That's about the only army film I haven't actually seen all the way through. Somehow, someone. It's why just a poor struggling rock band being handed a brief for a new song. You write a song based on the tagline of this film called Commando. <laughs> if you keep on watching the credits, you'll see towards the end of it story by and you can have a wee chuckle yourself because there is no story it's great 
Who's the guy singing the song haven't actually worked in is going to pay? It just stops at someone. Record re-recording mixers, aka gunfire engineers. I wonder um there's normally a weapons consultant and sort of you know, weapons specialist credit in these films. Like in Die Hard, you have a weapons handling specialist and all that sort of thing. Tells everyone how to use your guns. You've got to imagine, aren't you, to be pretty proficient in it by now. Yeah. I, I, wager, I wager that Arnie knows how to fire more types of guns than most military personnel. Yeah, probably, but I mean, um, Commando's still fairly early on in his career, so I mean, by the time we got the Predator, probably, but may still need a bit of help by now. Certainly, that's this is the first film where he's actually fired every gun in the known universe. <laughs> Apart from the M162 General Electric minigun, yes, only thing missing from this film. But he did get that in Predator. Did he actually use it? Or did Blaine use it in Bill Duke all the time? Blaine and Bill Duke used it. Arnie didn't I don't touch think it. He, had the, he didn't touch the gun like that in Terminator 2, did he? No. Wow, how weird. Unless I missed something. But no, he didn't use it in Predator throw. He was too busy making bows and arrows out of fucking twigs and <laughs> gunpowder from grenade rounds. From the A-team school of uh, weapons. Well, that's almost the end of the credits, which means it's time for us to piss off. And drink more beer. Drink more beer, thank you for listening. I was Maybe disco. I was rhythmless. Nice, so I'm tipping. Good point. Night-night.